Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm Evan. And I'm your other not-host, Ronnie. On Ending Pending, sometimes we talk about infinite monkeys and infinite typewriters and infinite Shakespeare, but typically we talk about television shows that have only lasted for a single season. Making them very finite. Mm-hmm. Yes, very finite. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, it's KatsuCon week, and everything's on fire, and we're all gonna die. The house is burning. Everything, I mean, no, it's all right. No, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, as, as Katsu Crunch weeks go, this is pretty good for, for cosplay finishing. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna be at KatsuCon, come say hi to Evan and I. We don't have a panel or anything like that, but we'll just, like, be walking around, so find us or something. Yeah, we'll be, uh, in that, up in that space. Probably drinking heavily. Yeah. And we'll, we'll look really cool. Yeah. Ronald, what are you going to be doing instead of KatsuCon? Um, you know, I'll probably just, uh, I don't know. I'd like to think of something real boring to say to contrast how cool your lives are, but like it would almost be too boring and sad to what I'm doing. I'll just be working and potentially taking a nap on Saturday. So if you're also taking a nap in the southeastern Pennsylvania area, um, hop into my dream. We can, we can incept somebody together, I suppose. That sounds um, legit. Yeah. Uh, can, can I also just say, Ronnie, and, and this is genuine, I, I have been loving your cooking videos. Oh, thank you. I watched your, um, your one about the soup. Yes, that there's two about one. soup. I got two soup videos up right now. It's, it's all oh, the rage. Oh, no. Oh, shit. We've fallen behind. we got to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, I've got well, French I've only, onion I've fun and I've got one. fall soup. To be honest, it was the one with the squash. Nice. That's great. It's a good one. It's a we good should one. do a cooking podcast. Oh, that would be great. No, we're not going to do that. Ending. Ending. Hunger? <laughs> Wait, you, I think you ending made our. Pending? Our There's something here. Cooking podcast. Hunger pending? Appetite pending? Food pending? <laughs> Food pending. Taste, <laughs> taste pending. All right. Anyway, Rend- um, rending no, we... pending because you can like render fat off of different uh, cuts of meat uh, while you cook them. No, Let, let's talk about dinos. Yeah, first of the all, first I want to. You've had to interrupt someone else uh, to talk about the show, but um... yeah, I'm going to interrupt you talking about the show to talk about what I want to talk about. Um, Dad's back. Um, Dad, Ronnie, Ron, Ron, Dad, podcast. Yeah. Dad, Ron is back, and this house is a mess. <laughs> it's. It's a mess with mistakes that you guys made on the last episode that I'm here to correct you on. Okay. Um, And just general observations that I feel like are important for us to talk about. Um, We grounded. I'll start out with um, just a quick one. Uh, Andy, you had mentioned the Sixers. Yeah, the uh, Sixers. And their mascot, I believe you called him Hopper or Hoops. Yeah. Um, He has not been the mascot for several years. He was a... Donnie Darko looking rabbit by the name of Hip Hop. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was terrifying. You had he his did. name wrong, and he's also not the mascot anymore. Who's the mascot now? Is it just Alan Iverson? No, no, that would be great. Um, I mean, Hip Hop was essentially out Alan Iverson. That yeah. Was, it was very much of the time. Um, no, their mascot now is a big fuzzy blue dog named Franklin the Dog. Um, Wasn't the, Franklin a at, big red dog? Yeah, but that that's was probably Clifford. copyrighted. Oh, that, oh, that was Clifford. Franklin was the turtle. Oh, uh, let's see. There we go. Come on, Franklin. Th- come I'm, I'm into assuming your house. I'm assuming Franklin the dog for the Sixers is named after our boy uh, Benny Franks. 
Yeah, so actually back in 2010, 2011, oh, no. when uh, Sixers were heating up, uh, they had a contest where they were going to make somebody the mascot from the Jim Henson Creature Factory. And, that would have uh, been dope. <laughs> yeah, our, our boy Benny Franklin was in the running. He was going to be a mascot. Um, but he didn't win. And also the mascot that did win never became a mascot, and they never talked about that contest ever again. So now we got a blue fuzzy dog named Franklin. Wow, okay. Can you imagine um, a, a person wearing a person suit, suit as a mascot? <laughs> lots of teams do it. Oh, my goodness. Lots of teams I, do it. It's look, terrifying. I don't know enough about sports to, to know that, but I wish that I didn't know it. Stop. I'm going to send you so many terrifying people nope. mascots. Sports mascots are just furries. Yeah, they are. They're, yeah. it, there's something going on there. Anyway. Except the Philly Fanatic. He's the best. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what so, else, Ronald? What, so this what one's other not much. This one's not much for correction. It's just I couldn't help but bring this up right at the top here. Um, I I do the Twitter. I do the twittering for ending pending, and uh, I like to include you know the show that we're focusing on in our tweets at them. You know these Twitter accounts are usually very inactive because the shows have been off the air for a very long time, uh, but none quite as inactive as Terra Nova. Um, if you happen to get on Twitter right now, I just searched Terranova and the top results are like some kind of a fan site and then what is clearly like a porn bot. Like it's just a scantily clad woman with like a link in her bio. Uh, upon further inspection, the porn bot is the official Twitter account for Terranova. It is a verified <laughs> Twitter account. It is at uh, Terra Nova on Fox. Oh shit! Verified. The, they they screwed up. Their timeline screwed up. It screwed it up real bad. They, yeah, we're in the timeline, and they 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 are a porn bot now. Yep, yep. If you want can, to, can learn I, whole more... civilization. Can I just say that Terra Nova is kind of a sexy like stripper name? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the name that this porn bot is going by is Beverly Edwards. Uh, but her handle is definitely Terra Nova on Fox, and she's verified. So they 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 have hacked. They have gotten to the mainframe, and t- and Fox has lost total control of this verified show account. And I Almost that was like fantastic. how just America lost track of its presidency. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if you're gonna pick a like a porn bot name, why Beverly though? That's like the Beverly least. Edwards. That's the least sexy name that I can think of off the top of my head. Beverly. Deborah. Deb, and yeah. it's so it's so great because like it didn't delete any of the Terra Nova tweets, so it's still like a <laughs> bunch of Terra Nova tweets, and then just come check me out on Cam Winky Face Bad Link. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's. Yeah. So now that you're done with corrections, Dad's back, and you guys really made a mess of the house with all these dinosaurs you invited over. But we will we will talk about grounding you later. Yeah. So. Um... For this episode of Ending Pending, we watched episodes four, five, and or I'm, yep, yeah, nope, yeah, right. yeah. That I was right. I'm confused because episode one and two are mashed together in one big episode in certain contexts. So, yes, yes, episode. I don't understand how anyone could be confused by that. <laughs> uh, episode four, five, and six of Terra Nova. Uh, so in episode four, there's an outpost. Uh, out far away from Terra Nova and everybody there is dying and or going catatonic of some mysterious illness that makes you lose all your memories. Um, 
So they send Dr. Mom out there, and she figures, well, she explains to the audience what's going on, and then she too falls victim to this mysterious illness. And uh, they figure out that the the counter agent for this illness is the common cold, which her husband happens to have in the most predictable turn of events ever. Um, episode five is a little bit more interesting. They find a little girl who's apparently been like living out in the woods on her own or something like that. And they take her in and they give her food and they try to figure out where she's from. And they're like, oh no, this poor little girl, she was lost in the woods. And it turns out she's a secret agent. She's from the Sixers and she's come to spy on them and, and steal something and uh, so we, we learn more about the Sixers in this episode, which is real cool. Um, and then in episode six, uh, there's a murder most foul. Uh, they initially think it's just an ordinary dinosaur attack, but uh, apparently the, the dinosaur attack was orchestrated by trapping a dinosaur in a facility when this guy was... was gonna go by and open the door and so the dinosaur attacked him and there was some misdirection a guy falsely confessed and uh there was like a crime procedural they had to solve who locked up this dinosaur to kill this guy and it turns out it was over a gambling debt which is a little bit disappointing but yeah that was what went on very cool very cool all right, so now our, our new earlier, I guess it's not a new segment. We're just pushing it earlier in the proceedings. We're um, switching it up. We're keeping you yeah. on your toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no plateaus going on here. Andy. Yeah, Ronald. Is it working? Yeah. Yeah. So... I have, like, my issues with the show, but they're all kind of outweighed and forgotten whenever there's a dinosaur on screen. Sure. And if there were just more dinosaurs and less Mm -hmm. bullshit, I'd be enthusiastically, yeah. Right. But right now, there's a lot of bullshit on screen and not enough dinosaurs, so it's a... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, but we'll get to that. Hey, Evan. Yeah. Is it working? Hmm. I'm, I, I'm really on the fence. I'm really, I'm, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, mostly because I've seen far, far, far worse first seasons that you know have gone on to turn into second seasons. <clears throat> Um, I don't think the show has done anything catastrophically bad, and there's still dinosaurs, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's working, but I'm, I'm just gonna, it's, it's getting like a C, like just, just getting by, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's solidly right in the middle of a C, not a C plus, not a C minus, it's just, it's, it's coasting. I'm scrunching up my face and enthusiastically nodding to everything I've been saying. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ron. Evan's, hey, Andy. Evan's got a question for you. Hey, I do. Oh, oh, yeah, Evan. Yeah. Um, is it working for you, Ronnie? No. 
Ooh. Um, yeah. I, and like, I'm, I'm. I don't, I don't begrudge you that because I was almost there. Yeah, so. fuck right. Cerny. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, I am, I am, like, we are on the same fence. I feel like I have just teetered a little bit on the other side of this fence. Um, the dinosaurs are great. Love seeing those good, good dino boys um, or girls or, or you know, you know, non-binary. Um, I mean, the, they're reptiles, so actually quite a few of them probably can change their genders. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, no, carry on. Um, I just, the people, the, the situations that they're being placed in are 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 doing good. Like, these are interesting concepts and interesting little predicaments that, that are not like anything I've seen in shows before that the people that we're expected to care about and the people that we are focusing on i could not care less about really any of them i'm nodding like, so hard 100% right 100 percent agree yeah even like dr mom she's she's great as a character but the situations she is expected to play in are boring same with science daughter but uh terrible son and cop dad are put in these like really cool situations and they do absolutely nothing with them and I'm just tired of it. I, I can't I can't pretend to care about them anymore. Um I, I'm excited I, I I'm gonna watch the rest of the season and I do think that eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna come around, but only because it seems like the supporting cast is beginning to swell up and play a greater role. Um like even the intro that they have, it's like a real short intro of like the five members of the family walking in the silhouette and then it becomes the earth returning to Pangea. Like, I hate that because I'm like, I hate this family. I don't, I don't want, I don't want this to focus on them anymore. Um, there was a moment in episode four or five where I just like laid on the floor and groaned and was like, mm -hmm. Evan, tell me when there's dinosaurs on screen. Mm -hmm. Put it's... more dinosaurs in stuff, you cowards! You tepid fools! Yeah, it's... Alright, well, yeah, let's, uh... Let, let's jump right in. Do you have right anything in. further, Ronnie? Yeah, we'll get... No, we'll get no, I mean, we, we, will get, we will get into more of it. I'll, let's, I'll... let's dig For... into this. Let's, yes. let's dig. Like let's a, get out some forks. Like a velociraptor digging into a, a meaty thigh. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, Andy, one of your favorite dinosaurs was uh, in the last episode. Yeah! Ankylosaurus. Mm -hmm. They were saying it wrong, but it was in there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, who wants to go first? Um, Ronnie, we... I feel like our fans miss you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'll get in here. Um, boy, dinosaurs are cool. Um, <laughs> here's what part of what I'm talking about. I like the murder episode. Like, mm -hmm. the murder episode was interesting. Um, there were a lot of twists. And I can't tell if I'm just dumb about this kind of stuff, which I, I can generally be uh, a little obtuse about, like, twists in mystery shows and stuff like that. Um, is it is it working, like, as far as, like, just, like, the, the Mr. X and stuff like that for you guys? Uh, yeah, I think the, the ending was fairly unexpected. I thought mm -hmm. the... Uh the like husband and wife in their weird kind of unidirectional affection marriage that was a little odd so yeah. I, I wish they hadn't like i wish they had framed that a little bit differently but 
uh, how it resolved was fairly interesting and fairly unexpected. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I was I was down with that with that plot thread as it went. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was it was interesting, and I was into like Taylor, the, the commander of of Terra Nova, there, and his like stuff. Kind of... There's some stuff going on with that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but even like the like kind of the hard decision he was having to make, like you can tell, like regardless of of what his background is and and what he's going to become at the end, he cares a lot about this you know, this community that he's built and, and the hard decisions he had to make about the first murderer in their midst was, was really, uh, was really interesting. Um, it's just like Jim, who is cop dad. I, you know what? This is positive time. Is his name um, Jim? His name is Jim, which is just like Fuck me. I did not right? know. It's so boring. It's Jim and his son, Josh, oh. which is just like you, you knew this was just like, insert white actor here like it's awful <laughs> in episode five we had runaway we had uh, a little girl who uh as evan said was a spy that we didn't know about there was another episode where they're like the misdirects were good like it, it was clear that she was there after a while for unsavory purposes and like her brother was in trouble and and you know mira was the, the leader of the sixers were a uh, were were kind of all behind it, um, and we got to learn more about what's going on with the Sixers and where they are and kind of what their goals are a little bit. So I liked that because I liked learning more about this world outside of, you know, this family that we're expected to focus on. Um, that was nice. I don't want to like just completely shit on it because I, I I am not like totally against this show. Totally like just like throwing it over the over the garden wall here. Um, but it was just kind of bland when it wasn't bad and when it wasn't dinosaurs. So <laughs> so uh, there were some good moments with, with uh, Leah, the runaway, and with learning more about Mira and, uh, and all that. But as far as, like, really great stuff, not, not a lot really hit me. Uh, so maybe you guys can, can put a little bit of input here. Uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. What about these three episodes worked for you? Um, four was not good. I'm gonna. Uh, no. The only really interesting thing about uh, episode four was when, like this, the this bacteria or whatever it is, makes them all like uh, have like memory regression. They're like back in time a ways, and they're like disoriented and confused. And uh, Taylor, the the military guy in charge, like he regressed to a point where he thought he was like in, in some war in Somalia, and was like came very close on several occasions to like murdering people and like almost shot himself and like not shot himself, almost slit his own throat. Oh, right, right you're right. Like he was he was on the verge of. Committing suicide. I, I didn't yeah, recall it was, that it was a. It was a fucking metal, though. Yeah, yeah, and can I say that was vi- by the actor, like playing totally outside of the character that he is in the show, was very well done. I was yeah. terrified. Um, but that that was real wild. Um, it made me really question whether uh, this guy is in in a good mental state to be leading like the entire future of mankind. I mean, I know he was like 
I know he was like regressing. I know this is an old memory and he was disoriented because he was suddenly dropped into it again. But um, I, it was it was almost like like a PTSD flashback or something like that, which makes it seem not totally outlandish that this could be affecting him more than that on a daily basis, which this is not a negative. That's just an interesting, interesting thing. And it makes you, I already didn't like trust that guy. I already thought maybe he was not quite, not quite running things in, in the best way. And, uh, you know, that maybe even more interested in, in where that character is going to go. Uh, but that was really the only interesting thing about episode four, episode right. five. Um, good premise. I, I did see that coming to be fair, but like we got more Sixer stuff, which is by far the most interesting stuff. Sixers are all like, I, I wish the show was set in the Sixers camp. Episode six, we got a little bit more character stuff. And we got we got more from uh, from Taylor also. That was like th this is a weird position that they're in and that he's in, and it's a very problematic attitude he has, where he's just like, "I'm in charge and I make the judgment decisions. Like we're not gonna have a a jury or anything. I'm just gonna say what happens and then it happens and I decide." So um, that's real. It's real interesting. This it could go to some bad places, which makes for good storytelling so i almost kind of hope that it does yeah that was that was pretty much that was pretty much it what you got andy so this show is weird in that as we've said previously all of the characters that we're really supposed to be invested in and care about suck and all the side characters are what's really interesting in driving the show forward so um episode 4 is a garbage episode except for the stuff with Taylor and uh, his right hand woman, um, whose name I'm Washington? blanking on. Washington. Washington. I, I yep. think that's what he keeps calling her. Yeah. yeah. So like Taylor and Washington are the only good part of that episode, and they're... point point. Uh, I can remember that woman's name, but I can't remember the main guy's name. Yeah. Like <laughs> cop dad. She, she hardly ever even talks, and like she's more interesting than cop dad. She's super compelling every time she's on screen, and cop dad sucks. Uh, but so like the Taylor and Washington stuff in episode four, phenomenal. Like it was, it was literally horrifying. I did not know what was going to happen. And that was really great. And instead episode four focused on other stuff. I will save that for my negatives, but as far as positives, that's what was great about that episode. Episode five, I really enjoyed. Um, Mira is by far the best part of this show and so the fact that we got a lot of like sixer stuff and mira stuff really good the fact that it was the little girl who was like the antagonist was a cool twist and was interesting um yeah that's that's what really stood out for me for episode five uh episode six all the good shit y'all already said it, you know it was interesting to have like the first murder in this new colony and see how they're going to handle that it's the first time cop dad has been useful i felt like yeah like he gave up what was probably a really important job being a farmer to be a cop in a place that really doesn't have crime so i guess it was good that there was finally a crime for him to solve 
Um, what a sordid existence. Yeah. <laughs> you sit around on your thumbs and wait for a crime to happen. In a place that doesn't have crime. Yeah. Um, I didn't really love all of the twists episode six took, but overall I think it was a, you know, five and six were strong episodes compared to the schlog that was episode four for me. Yeah, definitely. Also, there were two new dinosaurs we saw in this batch of three episodes. Kim wanted me to make a point that we saw two new dinosaurs. New dinos. Are we keeping track of this? Yeah, oh yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, I also want to, I mean, I know we talked about the Sixers earlier in the episode, but it's just, I love, that's, that's, a, that's a plus for the episode, for, these, for, these, uh, for this show, is that literally every time they say Sixers, I think of my Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm just like, ooh, we're gonna go to the, we're gonna go to the camp. We're gonna meet some, uh, some Joel Embiid. We're gonna meet some Ben Simmons. Ooh, little, little Jeremy Reddick, little JJ Reddick. You guys, these are sportsters. These are athletes. Uh, these are basketball players. Um, we actually lost the call there, but you came in talking about athletes, and we would be just as silent. So yeah, sure. yeah. I don't even exactly. think you need to go back and say it again. Accurate reaction I, is accurate. Yep. Yeah, I just I, I every time they say it, I giggle a little bit and sing the the seventy sixers song. Mm, good for you. It's a good um, song. Mira uh, is so it, interesting. Like, yeah, what's their deal? I gotta know. Like the the yeah. scene with her and. Uh, dumb son in episode six was fantastic. To be clear, this is angsty son. This angsty son. I'm this sorry. Is the same angsty guy. Son, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Dumb son isn't another category. It's not another guy. It's okay. just the same yeah. guy. The well, he's been acting really dumb lately with trusting Age. like this bartender dude and trying to get his dumb girlfriend back. Yeah. So uh, I, I think I've renamed oh. him Dumb Son. Point but- though, the only thing I liked about that, uh, like, there's this like subplot where um, angsty son is trying to like pull some strings in the community to get his his girlfriend uh, sent into the past. And he did say that, like, in my junior year, like, three of my friends committed suicide. Our, like, the planet's dying. Like, there's nothing left for us there. And, like, the, the little tiny bit of insight that that gave onto, like, life in the future past... Uh, future present whatever it whatever it is relative to them was uh was really more interesting than most of the exposition they gave on the future in the first episode where Mm -hmm. you were actually filming it my only issue with that though is that like angsty son why are you being such a little shit then right and like skipping dinosaur orientation and acting like an asshole I would right. agree. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't affect his character in any way. But what I'm saying, that's like the first time we got like some, right. some, some actual like, I almost discussion w- of what the the future is like. I uh, almost wish it had been from another character though, because yeah. it se- yeah. it seems so out of character for him to be like horrified at how bad the future was. Right. When he's right. the one who's been moping the entire time and like acting like an idiot about. Right his new situation like you, if the future pers- was that bad for you and you had three friends commit suicide over it then like maybe like embrace your your like fucking awesome second chance and like right, ride right. a goddamn dinosaur or some shit and 
and cherish the people around you and really like kind of yeah. you know yeah. relish relish being there but still you can have that hardened edge to you without you being a whiny little bitch like yeah. it's yeah. it's so it's it's so frustrating. I mean, the character the character is bad. I think we've like yeah. reflected on the the character is bad. Just badly like, written. I feel bad for that actor because he's a pretty good actor in other things right. I've seen him in. Yeah, but um, uh, playing Angie like, sounds rough. Even when the little girl shows up and they like, admittedly, maybe mom shouldn't have said, "Oh, we'll take them in" when they already like in canon have one few too many beds as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's but Angsty's son is just like, oh, why do I have to give up my room? It's like, really? For this child that was sleeping in the woods, as far as you know? Like, you you got a problem with that? Like And you're like eighteen, he's, man. Like he's the come worst. On. Yeah. He's the worst. I had Anyway, like, I was saying a positive and we got sidetracked. Yeah. My positive <laughs> was the scene with Angsty Son and Mira was really compelling. And I still completely disagree with Angsty Son's decision sure. to be like, you can call on me for a favor, and no matter what, I'll agree. Oh, like you're you're what a dummy. You're, your dad is the head of security for the colony that's at war with these motherfuckers, and you're going to agree to a blanket statement favor? Like, bro, maybe name a condition, like I'll agree to a favor as long as it won't hurt my dad. Right. Or like your mom's the head of the hospital. Like maybe be like, I'll agree to a favor as long as it won't hurt my mom. But no, like he like blanket agreed to a favor with this like terrorist lady. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Who like the terrorist lady fucking awesome. And like that scene was great, but I don't quite agree with the decision angst son made. I, I, I think we should jump into our negatives right now. Andy, you can lead off, but I have literally two notes for episode six. And one of them is after that scene saying, this kid is the stupidest kid in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So my negatives are the big thing with episode four was as soon as they were doing like the memory loss thing, I, and like they, they revealed that like people were forgetting stuff in like the first 30 seconds and I called. I was like, there's going to be some really uncomfortable consent shit happening with the weird love triangle the show is trying to force. And sure enough, when uh, Dr. Mom like had memory loss, her like creepy ex-boyfriend and cop dad were like, like everything was uncomfortable and weird. And... I wish the show hadn't gone that route. Like if the show had just focused on like maybe Dr. Mom being like a really competent doctor and maybe focusing on the really like heavy shit with like the non PTSD, like Somalia flashbacks, it could have been a strong episode, but instead we got bogged down with cop dad acting like he was in fucking high school and uh science ex-boyfriend like being a fucking creep oh yeah episode four is not good because of that um episode five i don't know if i have any strong uh like negatives there like i it, it of course still gets bogged down with bullshit with angst son and I don't really like how the show is utilizing Science Daughter. If no. the show was focusing on her being a scientist, that would be really, f- 
really cool and really compelling to have this girl who like loves science and loves dinosaurs time travel to the past like that's that's a cool premise for a show instead she's got like a a a boyfriend that she's like courting or some shit like i don't quite know what's going on there but it sucks and not it's not good storytelling and it's not a good utilization of the character they wrote or the concepts for that character um it's just really disappointing um by law great episode uh i personally didn't really love the like hoops it jumped through in order to get to like who the killer was but you know every cop procedural has those hoops you got to jump through so like i'm not gonna fault him for that that's just kind of like the genre. Did I say that word right? Genre? Yep. Genre? Genre? Yeah, fuck. Words. Anyway, um, so like no like hard negatives for Bylaw or the Runaways. I just like, I wish the show used their characters better and used their concepts better. And I wish they didn't focus on bullshit characters. Uh, Evan. I, I have some, I have some, some hard negatives. Evan, for, give me those hard, hard negatives. Um, so for, I mean, I agree with Andy. That's that love triangle weirdness, the bullshit, the what is going on? Oh, I mean, granted, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stay with Cop Dad either if I were her. But there's nothing in the narrative to suggest that their relationship is like having a hard time or anything. And there's nothing in the narrative to suggest that she likes, um science guy malcolm that guy um maybe he kind of has a crush on her like he's sometimes a little creepy about it but like she seems perfectly happy with cop dad so this it's just it's bad um i i remarked last episode that this show is kind of trying to do the walking dead and i think i think it i think it is deliberate like, I think they were trying to do The Walking Dead where they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll have an interesting setting, but we'll we'll focus hard on, like, character dynamics. But they're missing they're missing the goalposts by so much because yeah. they've picked the least interesting, least comp- compelling, least relatable characters pretty much on the face of the earth. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I agree with you about the chapter four or chapter four episode four character dynamics bullshit but um also the premise of episode four like i feel like this every sci-fi serial has an episode like this uh i know um um star trek x x well i was gonna say x files had an episode like this where there was like an arctic lab and there was a pathogen that was loose and everyone was getting sick and they had to figure out the cure um yeah i i know that you and kim both said star trek had an episode just like that where there was a lab and there was a pathogen loose and everyone was getting sick and you know what show doesn't Hmm. firefly doesn't okay you're jumping right you're way ahead Anyway, we're not done with we're not done talking about. Well, I was garbage. just saying, Firefly doesn't have a, a pathogen episode where the cure is a common cold, but <laughs> every sci-fi show besides yeah. Firefly does. Uh, in X Files, the cure is not the common cold, but I feel like uh, it. 
that has happened in other shows before. That's yeah. Um, in I think it was episode five where the like young soldier guy is like crushing on um, science daughter, like the one who's into dinosaurs. Uh, he explains that there's this bizarre like Victorian style like courtship procedure rule that they have real weird in this colony and i like the minute i heard that i was like what what are you talking about like you've time traveled twelve thousand years back in time why are you doing victorian shit yeah like he he said that i i to be to be fair i'm not clear if it's supposed to be just for like the military people like the security people but regardless, it's so dumb. He he wanted to like ask this girl out, and he he had to explain that like, oh yeah, Taylor has these really strict like courtship rules that we all have to follow to like, uh, cause chivalry or or what this like some just very bizarre like, antiquated sort of sexist concepts. And I'm like, first of all, y'all came from twenty one forty eight or whatever, so like way in the future from even current times and we don't do that that was like maybe a 1930s thing up to the 19th or something like that and now you've gone back into the past to create a whole new society and you can take the best of whatever you want and that's what you pick that this bizarre like slightly sick what happens if a girl asks a guy out by the way does the girl have to court the guy is that the rule is that how it works i don't know it's bizarre and I don't know why it's in there. And it makes me feel even more like Taylor is kind of maybe a dictator a little bit. Like he's slipping into this totalitarianism where he's controlling everybody's uh, I'm starting, like lifestyle. And I'm actually starting to really like Taylor because he's so weird and interesting. Yeah, like it, yeah. it's making me think that... Um, that like the Sixers were really onto something. Like we got to get the fuck out of here, right? Because uh, he's dictating how people like date each other. He's dictating how the justice system works. Um, and like, that's in episode six. But it, yeah, it's it's and he's clearly a little bit unstable. Like even if he holds it together on a daily basis, all these flashbacks are in uh in episode four made us think like whoa he's got some shit that he really needs to work through can i say another negative real quick i'm sorry um the youngest daughter gets sick and skips school all the fucking time all the time like like five times now she's just gotten sick and skipped school like what is their attendance policy like one and two every time she sick skips school she goes to her mom who's like the fucking only like doctor we fucking seen instead of hanging out with her dad who doesn't do jack shit all day because there's no cop issues why is she always going and bugging the mom at work this is a small problem i have with the show but i feel real passionate about it <laughs> no it's important okay education's anyway. important anyway that's true, skipping truancy, school truancy officer andrew over here <laughs> Anyway, what I was saying is um, that, like, the weird, like, uh, courtship rules thing, that could be a real interesting plot point if it was framed as such. Because uh, I don't feel like the show is setting this up for, like, Taylor's off the rails. You know, I don't think the show is setting us up to think, like, 
there's something weird like a way about the way he runs this society but it's just sort of thrown away like it's just like oh ha ha isn't that cute he's a nervous young boy and he's gotta you know uh uh adhere to antiquated dating laws he he it was framed as like a quirky like little thing the society does and not as like a foreshadowing of horrors to come yeah so um if it was intentional uh okay good set it up a little bit better so we get maybe a little bit of like a sense of of unease from it uh if if it wasn't intentional if it's just meant to be funny like what the fuck um then six like six wasn't six wasn't bad um I thought the thing where they like went to extraordinary lengths to save the baby dinosaur was a little bit silly. Like she was using a lot of re- like she's the only doctor, right? Or she's one of the few doctors, and she spent like all day and a ton of resources trying to like save a deformed baby dinosaur with surgery, and like they can't keep it. Like it's 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 huge. It's gonna well, it's gonna grow to be huge. And have a giant wrecking ball on its tail and a tiny, tiny reptile brain. So, like, what? What are they? Are they just gonna release it? Like, the family's got like that seemed bizarre. The show seems a little inconsistent about how many people are actually in this colony. Uh, like at the trial in Bylaw when they exiled that dude, there was like maybe fifty people standing around. Mm-hmm. But other times, the society seems like huge. Like I thought, like. 50 people came on the 10th pilgrimage. Like, it was more than that. Did you see all those people walking through the, the tunnel? Yeah. So, like, in the like, first episode, there's like probably hundreds of people crowded onto that ramp, like walking into that tunnel. So, so. I think it's a matter of like how many extras they could afford that day, but <laughs> it, it, the show seems a little inconsistent about how many doctors there are and how big the society is. Like, they probably would need more actual cops if, you know, if, 200 people came in each pilgrimage and there's been 10 so far like that substantial amount of people yeah anyway any more negatives evan um also we need a justice system you can't have that dude like that's not necessarily a a negative plot wise i'm just saying terra nova you need a you need a system you can't just have that one dude making decisions about who lives and dies anyway yeah that's that's all i got hey ronald hey what what uh what is it working for you um Quite a few things. You're, you're Mr. Negative Nancy over there. Ronnie's got to come up with about 50 different ways to say, like, these characters are boring. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> They're just I, And believe me, I this show gives me lots of ammunition for that. Um, what struck me in episode four was that Jim just thinks so highly of himself. Um, there's a couple of times where he mentions, like, uh, like oh, I don't catch cook. Colds. I just catch crooks. Like I'm a great cop. I'm good at my job. I'm I'm an awesome dude. Like he's he's more confident than anybody I've ever met, and he doesn't have a whole lot to do, as we've mentioned a lot. Um, I and control di- my immune system through sheer force of will. Right, right. Yeah, he's a, he's a real man's man. Um, and like, I I can't tell if it's him as an actor or like the dialogue that they're giving him. It's clearly trying to be organic and trying to be natural but it just sounds so forced and just like 
expositiony and it, it just ends up stunning the story progression. It's 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 bad. Um, like the fact that in episode four, Doctor Doctor Mom could potentially become catatonic and and just because of this this uh, pathogen, but he is way more concerned that she doesn't know that he's her husband. Like that that's that's everything to him in that moment, and that she thinks that this guy is still her boyfriend, Malcolm. Like, let's let's put like you said earlier, let's put that aside for a second. Let's work on this cure, and then we could talk about all this stuff. Like it's it's so like so man pain issues there. Um in episode five, like I said, or yeah, um the Josh is the worst. Josh is just the worst. I have that written. So Josh is the stupidest. Josh is the tool. Then later, Josh is the worst with three exclamation points. Um, and that is That's because he son. is the worst. Yes. At one point, Jim says, Josh, stop talking. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> this is the, this <laughs> this is the, the best only time thing. you and I have ever agreed. Honestly, honestly. Like, and they're also building up Jim as like, he's great with kids. Like he's able to like make Zoe, like come around to him in that first episode really easily. And he's the guy they go to when like Leah needs some comforting. And it's like, they're trying to build him up as like, he's just great with kids when it's like, he's the creepiest person in the entire planet when he is face to face with a child. And there's no way any actual human child would look at him and be like, yeah, he's deserving of my affection right now. This is, this is where I want to go. Like, it's just so like, so forced everything is so forced um to andy to your point about um science daughter science sister um where they could like put her in a situation where she's really like doing good things for the community they put her in the hospital and she's squeamish oh man she's squeamish she she doesn't like injuries and blood and guts and she's she's just she's she's a girl so she's very squeamish and it was just like that's fine if you're gonna decide that for her that she's you know this very scientific very you know highly intellectual person but she can't do like the physical stuff of being a doctor but then like give her another role immediately like like they talk a lot about like people that are out in the field and doing research and research scientists in the community like give her a role that isn't you know doctoring that isn't medicine that that you've said that she clearly can't do for some reason like give her something else to do like you said like other than just be like courted because that's gross um yeah josh josh is the stupidest josh is bad like in episode in episode six he's bad jim like freaks out that he didn't know that he had gotten a job at the bar and then later like changes his mind with zero reason to do so. Like it's just, it's just all over the place. It there's no consistency because the characters don't seem to know how they should be portraying themselves. The actors, um, and the whole, the, the murder bit, like, I'm just like, it's very procedural. If I may, Let me just pitch an idea for, like, what would make this show incredibly better. Um, We do that last. First of all, I know, I know. I just... No, you you can go for it. You tell us what you're is This is not a season two. This is, like, they need to rewrite season one. (laughs) Um, 
like it, as it stands now, he's a he was a cop in twenty one forty nine. So let's make him a cop again. And I I think this show would be great if this was a guy who was fed up with policing in twenty one forty nine, didn't want anything to do with it, and then Taylor came to him and said, "We need you to be a cop." And he was kind of like a reluctant cop. He's like, "Well, I'm good at it." But, like, I don't like the way it's done, but I can make it better. Like, I can start over. Like, the origins of policing in America are very problematic. Like, let's let's do a better job now. Not even just the origins, like... No. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we still ain't got that shit right. Right, no. I mean, origins dating back to when, you know, police were eventually, essentially just slave catchers. And up to, you know, 2018, where, you know, they are murdering people indiscriminately. Um what I would like, I would like that so much better if he wanted to make policing a better thing in this new colony. But instead he's just like, nah, I know how to do this. There are good guys and they're bad guys. Let's kill the bad guys. Like there's no nuance whatsoever in the way that he kind of takes on this role of being a, a, a cop in this new world. I and a... it just, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. I was going to say, I have a comparable counter idea of, Although at this point, literally anything would be more interesting than what he's doing. They could also have it be like, he was a cop in the future, he was good at it, and upon being uh, transplanted into this completely new environment, he has to struggle with his loss of identity as a cop and figure out who he is really now on the inside. Like, Mm -hmm. he has to stay on agricultural duty and he has spent so long building his identity around being a cop that he has to now like get back to himself and figure out what he's actually good at and what made him a a good cop as he perceived himself and what what his his qualities really are as a person like right can i point out too that he was in prison for 2 years yeah and like he looked like he was dying while he was in there right. like it looked like it was a really rough time and the show just glossed over that. So I would have really liked if while he was a farmer, he was like seeing crimes that weren't there and like struggling with anything. Yeah. Like anything at all. Like if any of his time in prison had affected either his moral compass or like his nerves or like psychologically, like anything at all. But instead it's just like, no, I like I'm a great cop and you know what this dinosaur town needs? It needs a sheriff. And it really doesn't seem like Mm-mm. it does. Maybe Let's just do the most boring possible thing. Maybe if he had, like, I don't know, stayed a farmer, he'd be contributing. Right. Or, like, if he was, like, fighting dinosaurs or something. Like, anything. Right. If he was doing anything, it'd be cool. Dinosaur fights right. patrol. Like, like, come, like, he's not even doing that. No. Right. In the beginning of episode four, he points out to Malcolm that Malcolm has his own car, basically. And he's like, well, I'm the only cop in the whole community and I don't have a car. And it's like, if a police officer is meant to protect and serve, that means all of the guards are essentially the police force. And at best, you're a detective and you've gotten to do that once. So, like, your your value isn't as great as you might think it is. But you think that you're the greatest thing ever. So it's not going to affect you at all. Malcolm says something, uh, and I don't remember the exact quote, but he said, like, I'm a scientist. If all these people die, I can help them. What are you going to do? Shoot them back to life or Mm -hmm. something like that? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Malcolm. That's 
one of the only times I've ever agreed with you, but yeah, t- tell that guy. <laughs> tell him how useless he is. One of the one of the last things I have here is just the fact that the other the rest of the show is not like this. This is kind of a positive, but every um the like the last three minutes, the little stinger on the end of every episode is great. Like it answers questions, like it creates new mysteries and stuff like that. Um and I wish the show was just that, like focusing on like the writings that are out in the middle of the of nowhere and Taylor's son and, and how all this happened and stuff like that. Taylor's son is definitely a sixer, right? Like, we all agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would put money on it. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that'll be dope. Uh, I hope he's not, like, above Mira. Like, Mira's fucking great. And... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, I wish it was... I wish that was the show we were watching. And that show is technically lost, I guess. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Um, so overall, I think we're, we're really all agreeing with each other that this show is either okay or just south of okay, but either way, it could be way better. Yeah. And on paper, on paper, you tell me what this show is like, I'm into it. I am all about it, but the premise, the premise is real solid. I, I'd play the shit. I would play the shit out of this tabletop RPG. Yeah. That would be yeah. awesome. Babe, we gotta write that tabletop game. Yeah. We gotta sell that. TM, TM, TM. It's ours. Yeah. Ending pending. <laughs> all rights heretofore. Blah, 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 blah. The the classes are all right there. You can you can write up your own uh, cop dad. You can write up your own doctor <laughs> mom. You can write up your own angst son. Or you can write up your own science daughter. Yeah. Perfect. It's all it's all class perfection. Right for the picking. <laughs> anyway. Um, um yeah. how do we end this show now? Yeah. Uh well well we do we have housekeeping. Oh housekeeping. That's, that's, that's oh, a boy. Thing. Oh boy. Dad's back. We can do uh, housekeeping. Yeah. Well one thing that you guys forgot last week was that we had a poll. Oh yeah, I won. Yeah, I, I yeah, would figure you would won by a lot. We had a that. we had Comparatively, we had quite a bit of activity on that poll. I'm the winner, always and forever. Yeah. Yeah, I want to call this out directly. Um, we held a poll uh, on our Facebook page, as we do at the end of every uh, episode four, our fourth episode of our of our show. Um, and uh, yeah, yes, Andy Randolph took it uh, running away. I don't like to what gloat, so I didn't want to bring it up. I'm so humble. So let me let me actually count this up. Uh, yeah. So Andy, you uh, received five votes. Fuck yeah! Um, it looks like Evan, you received one vote, and I received one vote. See, I was pathetic. Just... <laughs> I was trying to make it sound like we had a genuinely rousing response there, Ronnie, and you ruined it by giving the numbers. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. disappointed in our fan base. Always. You have to in- increase our perceived um, value, Ronnie. But yeah. It, thank you to everyone who voted. Thank you to everyone who uh, who voted in our poll. Uh, and yeah, uh, Henry's point of view that that was that was Andy's idea. Yep. Uh, Henry's point of view of uh, of season one of Selfie becomes the new season two. And then Print season it. three is Freddy's. Yeah, season three is Freddy's. Uh, so good on you. 
Uh, Andy did a lot of public relations campaigning for that for that win. So I good, did. good I, job. I begged like a slut for those votes. You did, you did, and you got them. I so did, on and it was worth <laughs> it. We we know we know the formula for next time, Evan. Um, but yeah, so thank you, thank you for everyone for voting in that. We also got an email. <gasps> oh boy. Um, from our uh, our friend Nate Treese. Ooh. Uh, Nate. The Nate Zone. The Nate Zone. Where did it go? I have it. I have it. I promise. I didn't. I didn't delete it. There you are. Uh, nice, short, simple, sweet. He, the subject is: I love all of you and your podcast. It's a highlight of my week. Aww. Aww, he, Nate. He's, his, the, sub, the body of the email is just: I refer you to the subject line, Nate. <laughs> I like Nate. He's efficient. Nate, Nate's yeah. great. He also said that uh, when we decide to do the cape. Oh, uh, fuck me. We should me. do the cape. Fuck me. The cape will be a good one. I'm actually, I've been meaning to watch that for non-podcast related reasons. So. Amazing premise and just falls apart. <laughs> falls apart. Uh, I do believe he, he just started a new podcast about he like. did. I'm not sure what it's about, but from the art, I'm assuming it's about like sex and music. Okay, sexy, sexy music. I just I, I saw the picture and felt sensual desires for music. So Nate's new podcast is called Satan and Rainbows, um, which is great. That um, sounds like it's about us. Yeah, yeah right. Much. Yeah. It's an in-depth music history podcast all about heavy metal and progressive rock. He has been working on this tirelessly for a very long time, and I'm very excited to dig into it. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at SatanRainbowPod, and looks like it's available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Facebook, all that good, good stuff. So check that out. Top-notch he's, he's, naming. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He, well, it, it's... It's Nate, Nate, yeah. Yeah, it's Nate. Nate does Nate does fantastic things. I will refer you back to our, our holy Roman triumvirate... Uh, situation that he did a, a bang up job on um so as i said nate is uh satan rainbows satan rainbow pod on twitter we are pending pod on twitter we are pending pod on facebook pending ending pending on instagram and you can send us an email uh pending pod at gmail.com um and that that's that's how you reach out to us please do please do and are we just like organically just gonna be like doing the we're never doing Firefly thing, or are we gonna try and find a fun way to do it? No, just yell it. Okay. And I think uh, that was it. That I was think it. You asking if we were gonna do it organically <laughs> or not is it. That's that's. I like I I seriously yeah that was actually a pretty right good closeout. I accept. I accept. Yeah, that. just cut it right there. <laughs>